This is episode 145 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, we're talking about the things you need to say to your clients, customers, soon-to-be customers, your audience, people in your community, even when you're not launching. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right. Hey, welcome to another episode. Thanks so much for joining me today. You know, I'm in the bit of a crazy, busy season in my business right now. There's lots going on, lots of amazing new projects, as well as, you know, clients that I'm working with. And I am a busy lady right now. And so when whenever this happens, and it's podcast recording day, or I have a bunch of episodes that are coming up, but not really ready, quite ready yet, I think to myself, okay, so what do I want to share today? And I thought, you know, it's interesting because I'm not really in the middle of launching anything. Sometimes I even lose sight of what I need to keep saying to you. So I was looking back into the archives of the blog, the ansamoylove.com blog, And I found something really important that I thought I would just bring on over here to the podcast today because I like doing that because, you know, there's always going to be content you've created in the past that there's, there's nuggets in there, things that you can revisit, things that you can share, and well, things that are important that maybe when they first were released didn't even get the love they needed. So that's what we're doing today. I'm actually taking, walking you through, giving you a little director's cut take on a topic I have covered before, but I don't think I've covered it specifically with you, the podcast listener. So let's talk about this whole idea of knowing what to say when you're not launching. I think we often have trouble, honestly, knowing what to say whenever we're doing anything. But when you're not launching, you want to be nurturing, you want to be connecting, and you still want to be, to some extent, prompting people to do things. Now, that doesn't mean you're asking them to sign up for something or buy something, but you are still in a phase, you're always really in a phase where you want people to interact and engage and think about what might be coming. So I want to tell you a little story about something that happened when I first moved to the Seattle area. For for those of you who don't know, I used to teach Pilates back in the day, though, if you looked at me now, you'd be like, Ann, you need to get into a reformer class ASAP. Reformer is a machine-based class that you can take in Pilates. And that's what I mostly taught people on. 
It's an amazing machine. And uh, if anyone wants to gift me one of those, that would be amazing. But I would assume not. (laughs) won't. Anyways, I love the reformer. It's this big contraption, lots of pulleys, and you put your feet in straps and you're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So when I came up here to Seattle, I started this epic quest for the right Pilates studio. So I was looking for a Pilates studio. At first, I didn't even care if it was the right one. I was just looking for one. It, you know, that happens when you move. You you look for the new yoga class that's going to work, the new hairdresser. Ladies, am I right? Finding that person is very stressful. And going through some mistakes first before you find that person, even more stressful because hair is no, no laughing matter. Anyways, I, I'm going to admit that obviously... Knowing my past, I was a teacher. I, I'm a bit of a hard case customer because, because I used to be the Pilates instructor. But I because and because I know when I was teaching, I knew that there was nothing worse than someone who would walk into the studio and proclaim they were a teacher. And so they would come in and you would feel that judgment. They think they know everything, they know what's good for them. I'm a pain. And so I get that. I am a pain. And actually what I started doing for myself and other studios that I was trying out is I I tried to be low key about it. I would try not to tell people that I was a teacher and ever and not be demanding because, but honestly, I could never shut my mouth. It would always somehow come out because I wanted to be just that low key person looking for my right space. I wasn't looking for the best person who had been taught by Joseph Pilates. Honestly, it only takes a little bit of extra TLC to make me a customer for life. And so anyways, back to the search for the perfect Pilates studios. I've, you know, I've gone to, I went to a few different places over the years that I've lived here. And honestly, nothing ever stuck. All of them were nice studios. All of them were well-trained instructors, but I never quite got what I wanted. And I thought, is it my fault for not asking for what I wanted? Did I even know what I wanted in the first place? Did I expect too much? Or was it their fault for not listening to me or asking me or paying attention to me beyond the initial kind of courting phase that you might get when you when you enter a studio where they're they've got you under some sort of intro package and about the end of the second session they might start telling you why pilates is so good for your body and start getting you you know i don't know primed to become an ongoing member so you know i i never quite got what i wanted that was the main thing and You know, I would immediately flash back to when I was an instructor because I did have that job of seeing people when they had intro packages. And so that was kind of like the launch for a Pilates instructor. You get someone in for that trial session and then you sell them on an eight pack, an eight session package or a multiple session package so they can start really seeing their results. Um, What did I do to keep my clients happy? Was there something special I had done to keep them coming back for more? And while I didn't ever really do it fully on purpose, I realized that, yes, there were some things that I did to keep people coming back for more without really having to push, without having to sell, without having to launch. Like that very, there's always that very first uncomfortable moment when someone has done their intro session. And honestly, there was something interesting that happened when I would teach Pilates at this one studio. 
And we we had to teach people free often. They always had like if they joined the the facility, I think it was like a country club, Beverly Hills Country Club. If they joined the Beverly Hills Country Club, they get like a few free passes to take Pilates. My job was to sign them right away to, you know, get them on as a client. And I just had a hard time with that. But there was something interesting that I did. And and honestly, I never really tried to push it on them. I just tried to show them why Pilates was good for them, give them a good experience. And most of the time, I had a pretty good, good conversion to people who wanted to work with me. Anyways, I always aim to do a few key things no matter what, wh- whether I was teaching that one person, a large class, or a small group. It really came down to me connecting with each person, I know. And if you're a, a Pilates instructor, then you know that if you're teaching a room of 10 people on reformers, your main goal really is to keep everybody safe. The secondary goal, though, is to connect and acknowledge each person and do it during the during like during the class on a regular basis. Really be in the moment. Now, even though I no longer teach Pilates, I actually do the same thing with everyone that crosses my business path, with everyone who joins Fearless Launching, with Um, I always call people out if I know their personal story or their business story, or it's how I'm running the beta for this new program that I'm creating. I'm reaching out and meeting with every single person before we actually dive into the live classes. So I don't do that always, but for the beta, I am for obvious reasons to help me produce, you know, create the product and really develop the idea as much as I can. So as a customer, I guess I always expect that same type of acknowledgement. I hate being forgotten. I hate being not listened to. And I don't like it when people make me feel bad about something that I am already probably punishing myself about, right? So so knowing that, what I like to kind of think about is that repeat business is actually easier to get than new business. So Look at those people that you are currently working with as the most easy people to connect with, really connect with. And because once you've established that relationship with someone, especially with things like business coaching, personal training, very personal, intimate relationships are born. This this happens. So don't take those relationships for granted. Keep it simple, but make sure to hit upon a few touch points that honestly go a long way. So these can be used not just with your customers, but with people who aren't your customers yet, because there's nothing better than calling people out. Like if you recognize there's a woman, Lindy, I hope you're listening, Lindy, who's not a member of Fearless Launching. She's come to my some of my live workshops and my online live workshops and I definitely see her on Instagram and she's an artist and she's amazing. And I think she's the sweetest, one of the sweetest humans I know on the planet. And I always call her out. If I see her, I'm like, hey, Lindy, because I want her to know I see you. And I I feel like I'm repeating the Avatar movie. I see you. But I do see her and I see her kind of roaming around in my world and I want to acknowledge her and I want her to know that I care about what she's doing in the world. I care and I want her to know that I remember her. So that that said, here are three things. Your customers, your clients, your students, your subscribers even. 
need to hear you say regularly, whether you're launching or not. Okay? So these are pretty simple. We're going to just go through these quickly. So first thing, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing? What's going on? Yeah, you have to pay attention when they don't show up or you haven't seen them. You might think it's crazy to check in on the quiet students, but those people can give you the most insight into why you haven't heard from them. Yeah, it takes a little extra effort, and no, it might not lead to sales, but you've only got money on the mind. If you've only got that money on the mind instead of the impact, the value, the service, then you're headed down a losing path, my friend. And if you haven't seen someone in the studio, you haven't seen someone show up on a Facebook Live, or you see someone show up out of nowhere, call them on it and say, Hey, it's so good to see you. I'm so glad you're here. Some of the studios I attended never called me to say, Hey, is everything going okay? I mean, these studios were not so busy. Let me just tell you, I could tell that they couldn't have just picked up the phone and invited me to a new class or just asked how things were going. If they had, maybe they would have known that I had been sick and I would have returned to their studio. And the proof is that I'm still on the hunt for that perfect Pilates studio. Now, I will say that after I wrote this one specific post on the blog, I did find a really amazing place, but their business changed drastically. And my favorite teacher left And I was really heartbroken by that, but I couldn't continue making the drive to where they relocated. And then their studio closed, so poof on that. Now, there is a fearless launcher. Her name is Kristen. Yupin Lotz. I don't know how to say her last. I think it's like, there's like a three-part, two-part last name, so I'm so sorry that I don't know what that is. Anyway, so she was a studio owner of Pilates Collective. I'm not sure if she is still runs that same business, but regardless, she's an amazing human. And the one thing that she said to me is that the most important thing to her is that to keep customers coming back is to really listen to them, show them how even just a small adjustment for them can have a big impact and ultimately get them out of pain. I loved that. And she also said when clients stop coming in for any reason, the best way to invite them back is with a personal phone call. I mean, I'm genuinely interested in their well-being because whether they practice Pilates with me or not, so I can be very authentic when I call. If you reach out and check in with how they are doing, they are more apt to return than if you just sent them an email or a newsletter. Now, I love this. And when I asked Kirsten at the time how things were going, she said, great. And, you know, she has a really great way. I'm sorry I'm using Kirsten and Kristen, but I believe it's Kristen. Kristen, I'm sorry. You know, you love me, right? You love me still. Okay. Now, does your studio, does your doctor, does your whatever services you use on a regular basis, your personal trainer, do this for you? And how much work would it really take to reach out to people you haven't heard from in a while, right? And that can go too for people who generally, you know, like your images. Let's say even on Instagram, if you pay attention, you know, I think you if you really stay clued in and... Even if you have a large audience, there are going to be some people that are going to be more outspoken than others. Call them on it. Get to know who those people are. It will impact your business in the best way possible. Um, Actually, today, I'm going to tell you guys, I just spoke to this woman who's been in my audience for a while. I've known her since I had, before I had my business. I was working with Laura Roeder. Her name is Laura George. She's an amazing, amazing entrepreneur. I have we we actually talked about this today that we've been I've been really hoping that she would come into my world for some reason. 
uh, for a long time. And it's been years. And finally, she's we're working together uh, in this beta. I'm very happy about that. But it's like I would see her kind of float in and out of my world. And sometimes I would respond and and just kind of see how she was doing. Um, and I think that's why we kind of stayed connected, right? All right. So number two, the next thing you can say, this is actually from my girl, Crystal. Crystal, my hair lady, my hair mama, she's amazing. Uh, if I ever leave the Seattle area, I'm going to be a sad woman because I'm not going to know what to do. I'm going to have to take, you know, quarterly trips up to the Seattle area to have my hair taken care of. Anyways, I'm not pre-booked. This is what this is what she says. Let's schedule your next session. Oh, are you on the schedule? Do you have your next sessions already booked? Let's check what you've got scheduled. Some form of that. Pre-book their next session before they leave your leave your studio, leave your call, leave your course even. I'm not great at this now. <laughs> was when I taught Pilates though, but I'll tell you who is. This is this this Crystal. She worked at a salon um, near me. She's moved several salons. I've followed her every single time, but Crystal is on it. She literally books people before they leave the studio. Her schedule is always full and she can she has her pick of who she wants to work with. And you know better than to wait for even a week before you try to get an appointment with her or a session with her. She's a highly in-demand stylist at her salon. And I think this is her secret sauce as to why this is such a great way to operate. And she always shares when she has openings. She reminds people, get on the books. I want to make sure you get in here before the holidays or before the summer or whatever. And I cannot wait because I'm seeing her this weekend. Anyways, I'm going to be doing more of this. And I have to remind myself of this because this is such a simple thing to do. I pre-book with Crystal every single time and have bought other services from other providers at the salon too. And products. So she always says, do you need any products? Let's get your, is your next session already scheduled? So for some reason, the way that she says it is very much just like, I just want to do you a favor. I don't want you to miss out. And girls, I'm going to just say girls again, ladies, you know what I'm talking about because hair is a big deal. And sometimes I let a little bit too long go in between our sessions, but I think that's more of a choice to give my hair a break. I don't need to color it every five seconds. So uh, love you, Crystal. And that simple, are you on the schedule? When do you want to schedule some time? So number three, hey, you're doing a great job. Um, so this is a very simple thing you can do to notice people, to let them see. And you can do this in a number of different ways. You can send impromptu emails, voice memos, voicemails. You can call people. You can text people. This is one of those little things I've ever, I've only seen a few personal trainers and business coaches do. And I don't know why, because receiving a, actually, no, I'm seeing it more and more now. There are some people that have started doing it. And I think so brilliant, so amazing. And I think that it is, and you have to do it kind of live. When you do it and you are the one who sends it, I think it comes across even stronger. If you don't have the bandwidth, recording a bunch of messages that answer a very basic question, that's great too. Just have your assistant send it. So receiving a call or a recorded message from me or a card or a gift of some sort, 
That does something magical for my relationship with that person. And you want to know what the result is? I set my next appointment. I stay an extra month in a membership site that I maybe don't know if I need, but I really love the person. I remember to take action on the things they gave me for homework. I go back for more. And guess what? You want that from your people. You want you want people who can't quit you, who can who want to say yes to everything that you offer them. So the last message I received um, a while ago, actually from my, one of my business coaches, it literally brought me to tears. Okay, the, that this one specific message I'm thinking of, because I had had such a week of living like I was working in a vacuum. I wasn't hearing anybody. I was just like in the zone. And that it was just like a smoke signal out to me saying, hey, I know you're hard at work. And and I just wanted to say, da-da-da, I'm not going to share what she said. But it was that was like one of the most amazing messages. And I've kept that because it meant that much to me. So, you know, it's really interesting. Um, that specific one, the proof in that is I didn't intend to enroll in every single thing that she ever offered. Erica Learmark. But funny thing, I've now said yes to multiple things. And that that lady, she is awesome. So if you haven't checked her Marked Mastery out, please check her out. She's probably one of the most caring, giving, generous, and honest business coaches you'll ever meet and work with. So moral of the story, acknowledge and they shall return, okay? This is why putting some simple communication systems in place is so important to you and your business. You could, some of these things, you want to do them impromptu. You want to just reach out to really stand out people. Do it organically. But you can also set things up in an autoresponder so that 30 days after, you, you know, someone's someone's been, or like the day after someone meets with you, you can say, hey, it was really great to chat with you. Your next appointment is or whatever, or something that, you know, a month after someone stops working with you, you can reach out to them and say, hey, it was really great to have you in Verla's launching. Uh, Expect something in the mail, a little gift. (laughs) You know, whatever the case is, just find, find different ways to reach out to people when they least expect it, even just with a, hey, what's going on? And let me tell you, the the voice memo thing changed my life because usually I get to a point where I don't want to write anymore or type on my keyboard, but hey, walking around recording voice memos in my iPhone, now that's easy because I can multitask and it can feel and it can feel real to me and and it's real for them as well. So this is why like I I really think that just taking a little bit of extra time in between your launches is a great way to maintain the engagement, maintain that relationship, because that's what you're doing is you're maintaining a real relationship with a real person. So I think the bottom line here is remember that engaged audience members, engaged customers equal repeat customers. When you're launching a new service, a new class, a new program or or online program or anything else that's new or improved, you get to skip a step of the process of making people your customer if you really focus on starting that relationship way in advance. Like if they know you, if you're okay sharing them what's happening, what's not working, what is working. It's more like a head start with your customers, especially because if people have already been 
there. They've already gone past that. They already love you. They already trust you. And they've already worked with you enough to know, yeah, she's right for me. Of course, you're going to be the people who are like, yeah, I worked with you and I'm good. But you want to focus on the people who are loving what you do, loving how they feel when they're working with you. And you've passed the hurdle of telling someone why they need to trust you. Because usually once people have gotten to that point, they don't really think about that anymore unless, you know, you break that trust in some way. And I hope you will not. I would say try to implement and maybe do one of the th- do one of those three, actually do all three of those to three different people this week and see see what kind of response you get. And pick people that you don't think are going to expect it. Those are the best because, um, oh, and another one that I like to do is if you're in your inbox where you shouldn't be maybe (laughs) at night and you get a response to your, what are you struggling with email? So hopefully you guys all have some form of that someplace in your email autoresponders. Like, hey, here's here's what you're going to learn on my list. What are you challenged with or what are you struggling with? If you've got that somewhere, that some form of that question, and you get an email back from a customer or an audience member, someone who just joined the list, respond to them and say, hey, you caught me in my inbox. <laughs> and I like to do this. I, I laugh like a little lunatic, but I do like to do that because I find that it's a great way just to connect and remind myself I've got this is a person. And I know that you think, well, why do you have to remind yourself it's a person? But we get so wrapped up in our machines that we forget who we're dealing with. I don't care how perfect and amazing and awesome your business is, when you start thinking just in terms of numbers, you're missing the point. Now, if you head over to the blog, you're going to see that I actually give you a few ideas for ways that you can really um kind of pull out your past customers or past clients or current students and really focus on those people. So make sure to head over there. It's going to be, you'll find it at ansomoylove.com forward slash one, four, five. And you'll find things like, you know, just there's probably like three or four ideas of things you can do for your current customers. If you don't have customers yet, those won't be exactly right for you. But I bet you can find, think of ways that you can surprise the people who are on your list, the people who are past clients, and the people who are current clients or students or, you know, members of a a community that you run. Look for some different ways that you can do that. I'd actually love to hear some of your ideas in the comments below this post. So if you head over to ansomolive.com forward slash 145, I'd love to hear from you. Um, Actually, one of the things that I think is really amazing is when you do promotions that are only for your past customers, or you do things specifically for your current customers and your current students and, you know, maybe tell them about something that's coming up before anybody else. That's your perfect interest list or people that have already spent that money on you. So if you go check those out, I think that you'll get some value there. And just remember that if you have a solid system in place for your business, launching anything new becomes a breeze. And especially when it comes to this relationship that you've created. Now, most most friendships, most marriages, most partnerships of any kind require work to keep them going, to keep them strong. And I would say just work on those as far as 
what should take importance. I know that building your list is important, but I feel like having that stronger core group of people is the thing that's going to lead to new people coming in to your world. Okay? Have a great, great rest of your day. If you're listening to this on the week of June, what is it? 22nd is the day my daughter gets out of school. So if you're listening to this on June 22nd, remember we are doing a live launch mapping class next Friday, June 30th. You can still sign up for that. Just go to planwithmeclass.com. It does have a fee, but it's because you get lifetime access to the materials, some cool bonuses, and heck, you get some eyes and live attention on your next launch. I hope to see you over there and I will talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to the Fearless Launching Show and we'll see you next week.